Hello, Imaginers, and welcome to the first episode of Living the Life You Imagined. While I'm going to share much more of my journey and the ways that I created my dream career in life, I want to start with the foundational reason that you are not pursuing yours. And it's the same reason I wasn't. I can give you all of the methods in the world, but if you don't understand the foundational instinct standing in your way, you may consume information without taking action. And I want you to take action. And that foundational instinct is fear. The greatest anti-motivator in the world. (laughs) To understand fear, we have to go back to the beginning. Our ancestors were driven to survive. And to do that, they had to quickly learn what was dangerous and avoid it. They didn't have time to think. Danger was everywhere. So they relied on their primal brain. Fight, flight, or freeze. They also relied on the motivational triad. And the motivational triad says that the way to survive is by being efficient, expending the least amount of energy possible to maintain your energy, seeking pleasure, things that tasted good, things that felt good, keep doing those. That's how humanity continued. (laughs) And avoid pain. And avoiding pain generally was physical danger. And they did this over and over and over. And that created an incredibly well-worn path in their brains, what today we would call a habit. And because of that habit, to rely on their primal instincts, what we call the lower brain, we have an incredibly well-worn path to rely on it as well. In fact, we rely on it so much that it determines 90% of the actions that we take. But unfortunately, the primal brain is about a three-year-old. Can you imagine if you let a three-year-old make career decisions for you? Or let a three-year-old drive the car to your career destination? Or even pay attention when a three-year-old is screaming? and telling you they don't want to do something. But we listen to our subconscious about 90% of the time, on average. Why do we listen to it? Two reasons. It's a well-worn path, and it's incredibly efficient. And because of the motivational triad, we love efficiency. Efficiency ensures we don't have to relearn things over and over and over. We don't have to remember how to brush our teeth every day. Our brain is so efficient at listening to that primal instinct that it has become like a heat-seeking drone. It's constantly scanning and looking for information that it recognizes because that's efficient. But unfortunately, it looks to the past to make decisions. It uses historical information 
and belief systems as its lens. But you can imagine that listening to your past is not going to create a new future. But I have two great pieces of information for you. The first is that your instincts are so well-worn that your lineage survived. Congratulations. You're part of the best of the best. And we're grateful that our ancestors listened to their primal brains and they survived and we're here. The second thing that is the great news for you is even though those pathways are so well-worn, I can teach you how to hack your fear. And the way that we hack your fear is also twofold. First, we have to identify it. Now, sometimes your fear can feel like intuition or gut instinct. But you have to ask yourself, does that gut feeling or instinct serve your long-term best interest? Does it actually serve your dream career and your dream life? And if it doesn't, then let's move on to step two, which is to begin to alter it. And if we alter it, we're actually using this beautiful, magical part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex, or the higher brain. We're actually the only species that has a prefrontal cortex. And that higher brain is where all of our long-term goodness, long-term best interests live. It's also where reason lives. Now. When we're in a physically dangerous situation, like a tiger might be chasing you, <laughs> we need our lower term. We need our lower primal brain. But generally speaking, in our modern society, tigers aren't chasing us anymore. But the chaos of the world, the overwhelm in our society, can make it feel like a tiger is chasing us. And it triggers all of those primal instincts. And that feeling, those instincts are so well-worn, that habit is so well-worn, that we believe it. We listen to it. And because of that, we don't pursue our dreams. Let me give you a just-in-time example of identifying fear and then using your higher brain to begin altering it. My husband has been asking me for a few years when I was going to start this podcast. And my primal brain always said, you're not ready. He thinks you're ready, but you're not. In reality, he was using his higher brain. And I was listening to my lower brain that said, you're not ready. He saw my long-term best interest being served by the podcast. But again, 90% of our actions use our lower brain. So my primal brain was saying, you're not ready. And my primal brain had plenty of reasons why I was not ready. It would say things like, you don't know how. Who do you think you are? You don't have enough content. You've never done this before. But then I asked my higher brain, does a podcast serve my long-term best interest? Yes. 
So then I asked it, can I learn how to create a podcast? Yes. Can I learn how to create new content for a podcast? Yes. And I continue to tell my primal brain, yes, yes, yes. And I directed the primal brain with this information, with this long-term, with these long-term best interests. I moved into a parental role to the three-year-old instead of listening to the three-year-old. I helped direct the three-year-old, which is, again, my primal brain. And when I directed my primal brain, the three-year-old, of course it got with the program. And even when my microphone went out on the day that I was supposed to start recording this, my lower brain was so clear and resolute on what we were doing, because it's a three-year-old, it's easily directed, that it forged ahead. And here we are. Hacking your fear is a skill, though. And it takes time to begin to learn to identify your fear and then begin altering your fear, which is really questioning your fear. And I hope that you use love and curiosity as you start to practice understanding and slowly altering your fear. But with practice, it is your superpower. So this week, I hope that you'll take a small step to identifying and then altering your fear. And again, this is the primary reason why most people in the world are not pursuing their dream career in life. And I want you to understand what is standing in your way. It is not your fault. It is a primal, well-worn instinct that kept us alive. And we are so grateful to our ancestors for that. But in our modern society, we can direct that lower brain. We can take over as the parent of the three-year-old and decide what is actual physical fear, perhaps, a tiger chasing us, and, and what is perceived fear? What, what is our primal brain believe it's trying to save us from or protect us from? But in reality, it's not serving our long-term best interest. In the coming episodes, I'm going to break down all of the methods and processes and lenses and approaches that I have used to create the career and life of my dreams, starting with the next episode on uncovering your purpose, beginning to uncover what your purpose in this life is. And I'm going to continue to share more of my story and pieces of the puzzle for me along the way that helped me arrive here. Because my dream for you is to begin to take action to the life and career of your dreams. And I'm cheering you on. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. 
This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined.